Welcome. To Arcade Audio. No forever, they just want to be rid of young Mr. McGregor. They're feeling the pressure, tired of running around feeling frightened. Despite the fact that B somehow thinks that she likes him, but they know the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about the celery. And maybe some radishes, maybe some cabbages. Gotta let the animals know that means when they get ready, gotta go, go, go. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Seeing next to me on the couch is my beautiful husband and your other host, Chris Mullet. I love that the past several times we've recorded, you have been an absolute disaster. In terms of... Everyone, everyone I think I've, I set up the 2014 award uh, results show to post by the time people are hearing this, because we're recording this... In advance, because our December is insane. Uh, so, yeah. That was the third time you started. To, you tried to start the show. And you still mess it up. But we're gonna, I'm going to let that one slide. I'm going to let that one go. Okay? Please don't touch me. Oh, maybe if I touch you. I, Stop I'll be, touching me! I'll be able to rub off some of my um, expertise. Come? Like what? Some, why are you so gross and fucking vulgar? That was out of nowhere. People don't want to hear that. Look, people don't want to hear me be... People want to hear you in general. That's rude. <laughs> What's well, rude to say I'm wiping cum on you? Just weird. This is Peter Rabbit we're talking about today. People could have been sitting down listening to this with their families, and you've smutted this all up. All right, if people are listening to our shows with their families, there's something wrong there. People are watching this movie with their families. There's some way. Oh, we literally watched this movie with our daughter. I shouldn't have no. said that. Um, hey, y'all. What's up? It's... I'm a mess. You are. You make this... We don't even get on the rails for, it to, for them to go off. You immediately... I just derail us from the very beginning. Yeah. December 4th, 2018. Uh, hiya. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Hope your holiday season is... We probably should let you host it and me do first thoughts because you suck. I put Rabbit Peter in my notes here. Rabbit comma Peter. Well, I mean, that's how his name would show up in the phone books. (laughs) In case you got to call Rabbit. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, There's not enough time. If you're new here, Samantha is slowly dying of brain dementia, which isn't a thing. Um, in the middle of all that, we watch a movie every single week, and we talk about it, we talk about our lives, we have a good time, hope you guys are listening and having a good time, and, uh, yeah, that's what we do. Uh, uh as I said, it's December 4th. So to or, update you on some the, things that we've done. The earliest you're hearing this is December, like, 13th, 14th, something like that. We're trying to get ahead of schedule because of the holidays. The holidays are very hectic. Why? Because they're the holidays. People at home know why the holidays are hectic. We have a lot going on. We have a lot of movies over there we got to get to. Plus, like two weeks after all the holidays, we're going on a cruise for a week. So we also have to make sure we're prepared and planning for that. A lot going on. A lot of, lot of moving parts. A lot of shaking. A lot of, a lot of rigmarole. So, um, so we're taking every opportunity we can to watch a movie, knock out a recording. So we're not going to be the most timely people in the world. 
by the time you're hearing this, Golden Globe nominees have already come out. We'll talk about it, uh, like, probably two weeks from now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, during, when you guys are celebrating Christmas, and we're still hardly have anything wrapped underneath the tree. Um, because we also have a two-year-old. True. A two-year-old who did a very good job this weekend. She did. What did we do this weekend? We went and saw our second movie as a whole big happy family in theaters. We saw our first movie back on Father's Day. We saw Incredibles 2. Jillian was so well behaved. She was. We got the Disney train rolling here, and we saw Ralph Breaks the Internet this past uh, Sunday. Um, And she was even more well behaved. I could not gush over how good my little girl is in the movies. We went, she was so excited. Wreck-It Ralph! Wreck-It Ralph! Wreck-It Ralph. She held my hand. We walked through the entire theater, and then we sat in our chair. She sat on my lap for half the movie, then she wanted to sit on your lap the other half. She had popcorn for the just first time. Just eating it right out the bucket. She, she just loved she eating, it. like, all the little kernels off of it. Didn't have any problem with it. Had a bunch of nachos. We literally, the three of us, demolished a large popcorn. A large drink. A large drink and a, drink a, and a nachos. nachos. Like, it was nothing. She didn't have any soda. Don't worry. Um, yeah. She didn't even go to the bathroom. Like, she like she legitimately didn't even pee in her diaper. Yeah. Yeah, she's... The she's, whole time. And the movie was over. She was, like, laughing and, and dancing at the credits. She wanted to see more. She was a great, great, great girl. And that's why uh, for Peter Rabbit that we watched the, the, the following day, we also watched with her. And she we, was just as good. We made some popcorn here She sat on my house. lap half the movie. She sat, sat on, on your lap the other half. Mm-hmm. The other she half. was just en- engrossed in the movie, just yeah. watching it. She was so we have, a, we have a future. We have a future podcaster on our hands. For future movies. Married with Movie co-host. Well, no, hey, 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 hey. Hey, she's got to be married, so none of that ever happened. Family with Movies co-host. There you go. There you go. Well, she'll have have a spinoff. You know how, like, like the Jeffersons was a spinoff of uh, All in the Family? Yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll have, like... I thought when you first said the Jeffersons was a spinoff of All in the Family, I first thought you were talking about the Jetsons for some reason. And so (laughs) I just had, like, the Jetsons in my head instead of the Jeffersons. Wheezy, his wife... (laughs) Um, I don't know why, because I've got brain dementia. Yes. Um, she's got space dementia. Um, our thoughts of the movie was it was very good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I, I don't think it. I liked it as much as the first one. Um, it had so much going on. It, it was a very busy movie. It was very clever, very witty. I feel so bad for uh, our friends that work at Disney. <laughs> yeah. Um, it had a, a lot happening very unconventional disney movie still thought it was very very funny had a lot of of really Clever funny scenes bits. a lot of unexpected crazy cameos a lot of which i think have been pretty much spoiled at this point if you watch the commercials or anything still still a few you, you weren't necessarily expecting um i really dug it i i liked it a lot i, I love the princess part i mean come on i think that that's a given of course you did um, so yeah, so if, if you, if, even if you don't have a daughter or, or a son, son or child or child, you go, you know, we're non, we're yeah. non-binary. We don't, and don't love worry, is, love is love is love. For the past couple of years, you know, since, since we had Jillian, the updates, you know, we've still been all right. You know, we probably see like a movie a month, sometimes even longer. It feels like at times, you know, we go, I'm sorry. No. Like, movies in theaters? Like, when she was first born? Hold on. I'll tell you right now. I'm, I, I'm going to right now. No way did we go see a movie a month. 
I mean, if you average it out. So I'm going to pull up box average office. Average it out because we would see like two or three movies in one day I, just to get away from everything. Yeah. yeah you got to do what you got to do, you know? Um, <laughs> so this year in theaters, I'm pulling up right now. Oh, excuse me, sorry. You see Black Panther, Infinity War, Incredibles, Deadpool 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp, I Saw Venom, um, A Star is Born, Bohemian Rhapsody, um, Mamma Mia, Ralph Breaks the Internet, uh, Widows. So that's 10 right there that we saw together. I'm not even counting Venom for myself. That would have been 11. Um, any other ones? Plus, we've seen movies... You know, off a of plaques, but like actually going to the theaters, um, just based off of the top box office movies, mm-hmm. we've saw seen at least those. Then last year, okay, I guess that makes sense. 2017 in theaters, we saw um, Beauty and the Beast, Wonder Woman, Jumanji, Guardians, Spider Man, Thor, Justice League, Logan. Um, keep going here. That's eight right there. We didn't see Logan in the theater. Yes, we did. We did. One hundred percent positive. We went um, after we already been back from work, and we had a comp day off together. I remember specifically oh. we went to the Springs. Um, Murder on the Orient Express. Oh yeah. Um, da, 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 so looking. Um, so that's that's nine okay. in theaters. Okay. Um, again, I'm probably missing a couple here. Okay. All right. All right. You were right. You were right. So yeah. Uh, so, but. What I'm leading up to here is that 2019 is going to blow that shit out the water. Because we got we got Aladdin. We got Lion King. We got Infinity War 2. Dumbo. We have Captain Marvel. We have Dumbo. We have Toy Story 4. We have that new Kevin Hart movie. <laughs> Come on. That's not going to crazy. Jillian's going to love watching Kevin Hart perform because he's like a giant baby. <laughs> Building up to a compliment only to make Kevin Hart... A baby. <laughs> I love Kevin Hart. I, I think everyone on this podcast knows how much I love Kevin Hart. Everybody on this podcast? Yes, the two of us know you love Kevin Hart. That's what you said. I think everyone that's on this podcast. Everyone who's listening to this podcast. Uh-huh. Man, shut the fuck up and talk about this movie. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about this movie. Oh, we're certainly going to talk about this and movie. We'll explain why we watched this movie. Uh, Peter Rabbit is this week's movie. I will read the box because I'm the reason we had to watch this. Charming, says Glenn Kenny, the New York Times. Irresistibly entertaining, says Tom Russo, the Boston Globe. And adorable, says Sandy Cohen from the AP. And one of the most charming and entertaining family films in years, says Bill Zwecker, Fox TV Chicago. I have to yawn and burp and shit all at the same time. Uh, Peter Rabbit, the mischievous and adventurous hero who has captivated generations of readers, now takes on the starring role of his own cheeky contemporary comedy with attitude. In the film, Peter's feud with Mr. McGregor, played by Domino Gleason, escalates to greater heights than ever before as they rival for the affections of the warm-hearted animal lover who lives next door, played by Rose Byrne. James Corden, along... Uh, oh, sorry. James mm. Corden... With playful spirit and wild charm, the lines got messed up in my eyes there because I only have one, voices the character of Peter alongside Margot Robbie, Elizabeth Debicki, and Daisy Ridley, voicing the roles of the triplets, Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail. I didn't fuck up any words. That's all that matters. You're, you are borderline If there. you don't fuck up a word, you're fine. Okay, fine. 
I accidentally thought alongside was there, so I, my eyes didn't work properly, mm-hmm. of course. Adding words is, is also a... Uh... It's just really improving the copy that they have here. Okay. So, if you remember earlier on this year, we watched another fucking talking bunny animated movie. We sure did. Hop. Uh, because I was an asshole and bought it because it was free with a purchase at, uh, like, FYE or some bullshit. And it was a running joke on uh, Podswoggle and the Blank Slate, other Arcade Audio Network shows. And, uh, on Podswoggle, our wrestling show on the network that I host, um, every month we have a, a Twitch stream related to the wrestling video game. Whoever wins that Twitch, Twitch stream um, is related to a member of the show. They get powers they can use on anybody for forcing them to do things. So Mike Whidden, who was a champion at the time, knows how much we enjoyed Hop, decided, you know what, let's give us another fucking talking bunny movie to go through. So we watched Peter Rabbit. Um, Mind you, Whidden, the rule is, if you give somebody something to to do that involves, like, purchasing something... You do it for him. You you purchased for him, so he Venmoed me the money. I waited till Black Friday, so it was cheap to get it. Um, Because the rule is we only do movies that we own. That's why... Practical Magic was on uh, Patreon, not an official canon episode. So we watched Peter Rabbit. Fearing the worst, because Hop was one of the worst movies I think we've ever seen. Yeah, and then, you know, the stage is set right when we first start watching this movie, and the introduction of it, I just start hysterically crying. Yes. And this is going to be like the third podcast in a row that I cry on. Our new segment on the podcast, Samantha Cries. It's not the third, it's the second. She cried last week because it was in Glorious Bastards. What we watched the previous week. Oh, Fist for, Fistful of Dollars. I cried, cried of, from boredom. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, Peter Rabbit means a lot to my family. Um, I don't think I've ever talked about it before. Um, We've never done Peter Rabbit before. So. Well, in any context or mm-hmm. anything, um, I my my mother's cousin, so I guess my second cousin, um, one of my mother's cousins, my second cousin, passed away from terrible uh, cancer. Um, how long ago was that? We were still living we in Gainesville. We were you were still doing really for life. Quite a few um, mm-hmm. many years ago, and uh, something she had passed down. Um, that she had when she was a uh, young, that she had for her children or her son, that she gave to my mom who had them for me, that were given to me when I had Jillian were these um, Peter Rabbit bowls. And I have, I think it's an original Tales of Peter Rabbit book as well. Um, and so just like the whole introduction, just hearing um, Daisy really narrated and everything just started me bawling because I just thought of her and, you know, it, it was just really, really emotional. It took me quite some time to calm down. So, Whitten, I hope that you're happy. <laughs> How much of an asshole you are bringing all those memories up for me and making me sit through this movie um, with that emotional turmoil going on uh, inside. Yeah, way to go, dickhead. Um, also, Aside I, from that. I was also crying when the movie began because it began with, like, birds flying in the sky singing. I was like, oh, dear Christ, here we go. Yes, but then... Then the rest of the movie happened. Like, like 
And it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Honestly, it's not that bad. Like 12 and a half, like, so six and a half minutes in, he tried to put a carrot up the butt. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 12 and a half minutes in. And I'm like, oh, movie, you have my attention. <laughs> you, what's the line from uh, Django? Jane? Now, gentlemen, you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then 12 and a half minutes in, mullet laughs out loud. Because we rewound this movie like seven times to so just rewatch times. parts of it. So, so, in in all honesty, are there some really, really, really bad cheesy, cheesy kid movie family yes. slapstick yes. moments? Yes, of course. Yeah, he tried to and put a carrot up his butt. Yeah, and that's what everyone thought when they saw the trailer. Like that when the trailer came out, it was like a big thing. So they're like, "Holy shit, this looks like one of the worst movies ever right. fucking made." Yeah, yeah. And it's also. Like you talked about, how well known and beloved these characters are. Yes. And the reviews came out for it, and it's like sixty five percent, and then everyone's like, okay, so it doesn't seem that bad. It's not. It's not terrible. There was still it's controversy. There was still controversy because of like the BlackBerry thing, which they had to like add that little like line about. I guess I don't know if it was after the fact or not, but like, because when he says things like, "Oh, don't want like angry letters about people getting, uh, you know, angry at people being allergic." That's, yeah. not a bad, that's not a bad James Corden, I'm just going to say. Um, it's a terrible British accent. <laughs> and I was, just, I was just about to say, you don't have to talk in a British accent to quote what the character says. You know that, right? I feel like I have to. Um, well, please don't. So there was also the some controversy around that. But, like, like, the reviews for it like, weren't horrible, you know? It wasn't hop level. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't fucking one of the worst movies ever made. Um, so, yeah, so we start watching it, and... and the first, like, ten minutes, I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be bad. There's yeah. these bullshit-talking birds. James Corden's, like, doing James Corden things, but he's a bunny. Um, Sam Neill's, like, an old-ass dude, like, whatever. But then that montage. So, yeah, so... But then that montage. So, Sam Neill's the, is the old Mr. McGregor, like, curmudgeon, and, like, he got James Corden by the ears and like that he has a heart attack and, and he like, keels oh. over and dies I'm like it's a fucking kids movie and like you just watch this heart attack happen and it's like it's played up for comedic effect and it's weird and it turns out that, like you know of course Peter Rabbit's like oh I did it I killed him you know but like then it's like no it's his bad eating habits and it cuts to a montage no it is it's unhealthy habits yeah it cuts to a montage of him like having like a big like disgusting like big bowl of everything and then like squirting cheese was into his mouth and like eating Drinking like a, a taco big beer and, and then it cuts to him like scrubbing, scrubbing his, walls. his walls with a giant bucket that says asbestos and he's still eating while he's doing it mullet <laughs> and I'm like, that's just a loud. really good visual gag. Is just is being a gross pig eating food while covered in asbestos. <laughs> but then, like, rewound it to rewatch the whole montage. And I, and I was just so aghast at how hard I laughed. So then the movie continues, and then you get introduced to Domino Gleason and like not his. Yet, not yet. Oh, we had another rerun moment first. Yeah. What was the other one? We had this music. This is a nominee. For best music, it's got to be in... Like, I'm so shocked at all of these things that have happened in this movie. Like, that montage scene, See, you laughing at it, you are, then this music. You are being facetious about that, because... I am shocked. No, about the soundtrack thing. No, it's not... I'm not that Len parody. But then they kept playing actual good music there, there are in some the movie. Good, there's some good music being played. There are two... 
blatant song parodies. <laughs> so like when Mr. McGregor dies and like they're just like all like partying, fucking going crazy, you know, basically like animal housing, literally and figuratively. Oh. Th- this home and they're playing Steal My Sunshine by Lynn. I'm like, oh cool, I like Steal My Sunshine. And then all of a sudden, like, like you're listening, you're actually listening yeah. to the words. Here comes Peter Rabbit. Taking a dump on the front lawn. That's not how it went. I, but it's like it's like narrating the events of the movie, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? This isn't Len. That's not Burger Pimp, who was one of the names of the members of Len. I remember that from long ago. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then later, what was the other one? Was it the was it the Lincoln Park song? I don't remember. Hold on, I'm going to try to find it. Hold on. But I'm... then another scene with music that I liked was when Dom- Domino Gleason was playing the violin, but it was a soundtrack. Right. And he, like, walked away from it. Like, I, I thought that that was pretty uh, uh, funny and unexpected in this kind of movie. Um... Um, I'm trying to find it. Hold on. Uh, there's, I'm still scanning through here. Sorry. They're flash dance? I don't remember flash dance. That was weird. Yeah. Uh, in a big country crashing to me. I don't remember that either. Um, remember the name? Yeah, it's the it's that Fort Minor song. Twenty percent skill and fifty percent luck and fifty percent butts and ninety percent, you know, whatever. But it was like a Peter Rabbit thing. It's like it's like twenty percent carrots and forty percent turnips. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck is going on? But then also, like, Rose Byrne singing, like, fucking fight song. Uh, 500, I'm gonna be, 500 miles. Oh, yeah, 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 500 miles, fight song. Um, Yeah, like, it it had good music in it. So, like, all that's happening. And, like, the next thing you know, like, the movie's over. And it's like, oh, like, where was the bad stuff? And, like, like I said, there's a lot of slapsticky, corny... I'm a lazy Susan. Oh, see, that was also... Look, it, it had some clever things. It had things. some clever things. It did some very, very adult-minded... And not in terms like they were, like, like dirty or, like... Just geared towards like, adults. Like, adults are going to get this joke, and they're going to dig it. And kids are still going to laugh because it's a badger... Rolling I think it around, was a badger, I think. rolling around on the table, saying, "I'm a lazy Susan." The same thing with the pig, who like his character was like, he was like, "Oh, like too fancy, too, too fancy." fancy. And then, like eating everything. And then the deer, headlights. headlights. Like, like I liked all of those things. Yeah. It was and also really like funny. like the, the narration and how like they told that it was a story, and it was still also very sweet. It like, was. It was. It a had very the, it had the animated story. sequence like based on the original like yeah. books. They kind of highlighted the story behind it, and then we kind of saw more of it at the end. Um, all right, we're just beating around the bush. It also had this fucking rooster. <laughs> I was going to say, what was your favorite part of the movie? So, my favorite character, it's not the MVP of the movie, I, I, I think, as of right now. So... I forget. <laughs> I forget like how it's even set up. But it's just like the, no. I think, it's like the next day. The the sun is coming up. I, well, yeah. I, and I, they're on a, in the country. Well, no. I think it was like after they wrecked the house, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the sun's and so, like, coming up. like the next up. day is coming up, and like it shows the house, and you see the sun, and it pans down, and there's and a rooster. rooster goes, wah, wah, wah. No, not even that. Oh yeah, he goes cock a doodle doo, and then he just freaks the fuck. I was like, it's another day. 
The sun is out. I can't believe it again. It's like if you, if you were any animal, you would be this rooster. It was, it was sadly one of the funniest moments in film I've seen of the year. It was so. It was so funny. I'm gonna start funny. crying from laughing so hard because then it just keeps going. It's like an improv. We talk a lot about the rule of threes. This was like the rule of infinity well, because they hit the rule of threes. I'm like, good for them because like 15 minutes later, it's like I. Another day. How lucky are we? You know. And then, and then the third thing. Oh no, he was saying like I I've laid these eggs and now I'm gonna get to see them because we have another day. No, he's like no no no. What it, he said was, if I knew this oh, day was yeah. coming, I wouldn't have fertilized all those eggs. Now I've got to be present. <laughs> and so then the third time, he's sleeping and, and he's the, got the baby chicks and they're just like. Dad, 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 up, dad. up. I like they're like saying like wake up or something. Yeah. And then they did it like two or three more times, which was risky because they hit the right beat of threes. But every time they did it, it was just more and more. Yeah. Like crazy, and like the last one was like, they're the best thing that ever happened to me. Like it was so funny. Well, because also then he became like an exasperated dad. Yeah. That was like he didn't want to wake up because he <laughs> wasn't getting any sleep. It was just fucking really. I mean, it was just really funny, funny. and I was like. Every I time think it we happened, just lost all of our credibility oh, yeah. on this show every by time, saying that. Every time we gave a fistful of dollars, one of the quintessential spaghetti westerns and loved films of all time, below a three. Yeah, fuck just, that movie. We just talked for five minutes about how this fucking animated rooster made us shit ourselves. And every time I wasn't proud of it, I was like, God damn it. That's funny. And you have talented people. Like, everyone in this movie is talented. Almost everyone in this movie is talented. Almost everyone. I think... Everyone is talented. I just think that sometimes those people that are talented can get to you, um, or you don't necessarily like what they're doing. Um, but like I said, it wasn't that's fault. Is it entire? Is it completely formulaic? Of course it is. You know everything that's going to happen. Is it not also like kind of that mean spirited kids movie at times, which I kind of hate about like kids think that people getting hurt is funny. Trust me, I know that. Our daughter slaps us in the face on a regular basis. No, she doesn't. Don't tell people that. Does she not sometimes smack us and laugh? You. No, she smacks you a lot. Yeah, she does. Yeah. And then she just... cleaned my, my scratch. She cleaned your wound. Yeah. I had a scratch, and Jillian like, got a, one of her baby wipes and wiped my leg. Mm-hmm, so sweet. It was sweet. very sweet. Um, but then she caused it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> then she ripped it off. <laughs> um... But yeah, like, it, it's the same, it's like the Home Alone effect, you know? Like, th- like, unfortunately, kids' movies and kids think that, you know, it's the Big Daddy thing. Next time, kill me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting yeah. hurt yeah. is funny. You're right. Um, so it's just, that happens. And there's some um, beats that just didn't land, of course. Um, it's very frantic, and which is great. It was like 85 minutes, it, it and we were, we were done. Um, but... It was, it was a hell of a lot better than a lot of stuff we've seen this year. And you know, and I, and and I could follow the plot, and I could see that build up, and as to like the, the um, you know, animosity between Peter Rabbit and uh, McGregor, McGregor, really, and everything. Really good fight sequence. <laughs> Great fight. Sequence. Like like I wouldn't say they're action sequences, but every time there was like like there was the one thing I don't know if you really even saw it that well. But there's one scene where, like, uh, him and what's his uh, cousin's name? Like, Bob or Kevin or... Benjamin, Benjamin Bunny. Benjamin Bunny, you know. You know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Bob the Bunny. 
I think that was an old uh, sitcom. Uh, <laughs> that was Greg the Bunny. They were like moving like these flower pots around. He was trying to find them. And like the way it was like played out was very, very cool and like well done. Um, yeah, this this one kind of blew up right back in her face. Was there anything you particularly really didn't like? We have to get into the acting to talk about some of it. Um, what about you? Well, I guess, I mean, I, I, the reason I was asking you is because I just said all of mine. So. Um, yeah, I mean, some of the scenes were hokey and everything, but let's talk about the acting. Okay. I do not like Dominelle Gleason. I'm just going to put that out there. So. I don't like him. I liked him in this. I thought he was good in this. I thought he played that, you know, overly, um, uh, relegated, you know, strict kind of character very well. I think he was definitely grating at times in terms of some of his reactions. I don't like Domhnall Gleeson. Uh-huh. And uh, he and Rose Byrne have absolutely... Zero chemistry. Oh, see, I thought they were kind of sweet together. I don't think I they had any them. chemistry. Well, their whole relationship was very awkward because it was him not basically being himself. Rose Byrne is great. Like, Rose Byrne... She's fa- fabulous, fantastic. Rose Byrne can do no wrong. I, She's I just didn't like my Domino- MVP candidate. I didn't like Domino Gleason in this. Um, so I feel just as strongly about James Corden, who I like. Who I like. I've, I've, watched, I've gone on a YouTube spree at times about watching those shitty late night fucking clips you know i'll watch a call carpool karaoke every now and then or like them eating disgusting food or whatnot my grandmother loves james gordon i i enjoy him i think he's fine i i did not know he had a wife until recently and i was like huh okay you're Uh, stereotype yeah i did (laughs) i'm not even gonna try to fight yeah i did i absolutely did why because he's boisterous and because British. He's a boisterous British theater guy who that normally as somebody who did theater ah and was So you did theater, right? Uh-huh. You met a lot of your friends through doing stuff with theater? Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I know How that many of your friends are are gay? In my high school theater troupe, I was one of three straight dudes out of oh. like 15. <laughs> oh, okay. So it happens. I'm not saying it doesn't, but you can't stereotype it because a lot of the people who we did theater with at college weren't gay. That was improv. That wasn't theater. Um, oh my god! <laughs> it's true. It's oh. true. Oh. There's a difference. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I don't mean to generalize, but why does your best friend have beast feet? Huh? Oh, that one. Um. <laughs> Because he just likes the sleeves. He does needed theater for slippers. That's the only reason he liked it. He wanted slippers for life. Um, anyway, I apologize for that, that generalization and that stereotyping. But, um, I so, accept your apology on behalf of James Corden. Thank you. So, so I don't mind him. But in this, he was all over the fucking place. And it that's what hurt the movie for me. Besides like me just saying, like, man, it was good. To, it was surprising in that I was fine with it because I didn't like Peter at all. Like, I didn't, like, and of course that's the main thing. It was it was just James Corden. Like, he didn't give it any nuance. He didn't give it anything whatsoever. 
it was just James Corden being James Corden. Okay. So he's who my vote for LVP would be. All right. You're, you're fine with it? I mean, I guess, but I think Domino Gleason could have been anybody else in that role and they would have done a better job. I Ni- think. Just, just the same or a better job. I think he was just flat and boring. And the only time it was exciting was when he was trying to blow everybody up. That's because he was trying to blow everybody up. I just I wasn't sympathetic to him. He, you know, even when he was having like the breakdown stuff, I was just like, not. I just didn't buy into him as this character. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I did. I liked that first scene. Sets him up perfectly. Of he's gonna drink fucking toilet water. That's how much he's gonna make sure his shit's on point. And then he doesn't get this job, and he freaks out, and then he plays the violin, except he doesn't. Um, for that alone, and the way he played that off, I think that that disqualifies <laughs> from LVP. Um, but he did show like a difference. I think it was very movie-ish in terms of like how quickly he turned on a dime, you know. Okay. But all right. James Corden to me was pigeon, 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 pigeon. Insufferable. Yeah, that's the <laughs> yeah. That was the other one of the jokes I like was he takes up bird watching and she says like to write down all the birds. And so like later on in the movie he's when like he bird watching. He moves back to London yeah, proper. And <laughs> he just keeps writing down pigeon every time. Like little things like that. I'm like, see that's really clever. That's well done. Um MVP. I think you said it. Is Rose it Rose Byrne? Byrne? I, I, I don't it think is. it's any of the voice actors, unfortunately, because Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail were all way too the same. I think all three ladies did a very good job. The closest one I would say is Margot Robbie because she was also the narrator. And she did some good delivery because she kind of turned the story on its ears sometimes by like explaining that it's not this kind of story or breaking the fourth wall a little bit. Um, and they all had a really good deal. And they all were very exciting and entertaining. But I couldn't pick one over the other. Um, I think I agree with all of that. And as much as I love the rooster, uh, who what was the guy's name? Will Rectal or something like that? <laughs> that sounds like a fake made up. That sounds, that's like some dude who only does butt porn. <laughs> I'm Will Rectal. But I think I'm pretty close, right? I don't think, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing it, but I don't think I'm too far off. No, it's Rectum. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I found it here. It's uh, Will Sphincter. Yeah. You know, like Phil Spector, Will Sinkter. Um So that was very funny, but it wasn't like the most valuable person. Um, all the voice actors were very good in bringing their characters to life. Oh, you know who else? For LVP. What about Sam Neill? Not in it enough. Not, Not as important. Not in it enough. And, I mean, he was just a grouchy old man, and he did that very well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I just remember. I just totally forgot. Um, yeah, but Rose Byrne. Reichelt. 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 This is the only thing he's done. <laughs> he's, done he's done visual effects. He's mostly a visual effects guy. Well, I want that guy to get more fucking work, because, man, if he can't play a rooster, an incredulous rooster. It's a new day! Man, I'm just going to fucking he play should, it. Hold he on. He should <laughs> tour with, like, the New Day need a new mascot. They should have this. Stop it. Rooster. Could you imagine? That would be really funny. Here's the rooster supercut from Peter Rabbit, everybody. <laughs> the 
great. He's like commentating on the movie. I lived through it. Grew up a little. Lost my lisp. And found my voice. Wake up, Booster. I'm telling a story here. Sorry. I've been up since the crack of dawn with these kids. And they're the best thing that's ever happened to me. That's why it was so endearing for us. Because we're like... Fuck. I think like that like, rooster knows. That rooster's my life. That rooster looked into my soul. That rooster. And spoke the truth. That rooster is my fucking life. Yeah. Um, fuck. I, I want to make it him now, but it's literally a minute and seven seconds of work. I can't. Um, no, Roseburn always is. He's going on my should have been MVP list, though, I'll tell you what. Uh, Roseburn is always genuine, sweet, um, Funny, stable presence. Um, I, I think that part of your reason why you didn't like Domino Gleason is because he's not at the level of Rose Byrne. Whereas it, I think the movie would have been a lot more trouble if you, you you didn't get somebody like Rose Byrne. If you got like a, I don't even know who I'm gonna fucking reference here, but if you got somebody who, you know, isn't as, as. Um, good at being both. Like you think of her neighbors and like she can very easily be That's good. Yeah, like the right. bitch of all bitch, but then all of a sudden be like the sweetest mom, you know, and be, and she can be the funny in the scene. Domino Gleason wasn't the funny in most of those scenes. It was her like, you know, playing off of his awkwardness that was making what it was funny. So I agree. Okay. Yeah. So Rose Byrne's the MVP. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think Rose Byrne. For second, I gotta go. I have like seven notebooks next to me. Hold on, I'm actually in the process of updating some of my records here at Meredith Movies headquarters. Uh, Rose Byrne, yes, is shut up, is uh, is now a two time MVP. She was the MVP for um, was it? It couldn't have been Spy, what would it have been? Neighbors. Neighbors. The first Neighbors. Yeah, it would have been the first Neighbors. So Rose Byrne joins the two-timers club. She is only the second woman on that list, I think. Third. She's the third woman on that list. Sigourney. Sigourney Weaver and Emma Stone. Ah, yes. Emma Stone. Uh, And she is our... Oh, man. One, two, our sixth two-time MVP this year alone. Joining Hugh Jackman, Michael Fosbender... Um, James McAvoy, Henry Thomas, and Dana Carvey. Well, they didn't each get two this year, but those those that's they who joined the, it. that's who joined the two timers club this year. Um, so yeah, so cool. Uh, but like I said, every every all the other voice acting besides James Corden. Here's a question, um, or here's a, here's uh, something I don't think we ever talked about on the show because um, we don't stay up enough to watch it. Um, but I, like I said, recently I've been I don't know why watching like YouTube clips and stuff. Um, Late night hosts. Who do you like? Who do you not like? And we don't watch these shows on a regular basis. I know, but you know who I like. My favorite late night. I don't know if it's late night. It's just on whenever I we put it on HBO Go. John John Oliver. John Oliver is probably my favorite right now. I used to love John Stewart. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, so I would I would put Oliver in another class because he's once a week. Everyone else has to do it every night. Yeah. So I was obsessed with John Stewart when mm-hmm. I was in. High school, going to college, everything. But then it kind of fell off for me. Um, who are even the late night hosts right now? So, so I know. On, so on ABC, you have Kimmel. 
Mm-hmm. On CBS, you have Colbert. And then I think I Col- like Cord Colbert. is after Colbert. I like, Col- uh, Colbert, NBC, I like NBC is Fallon. Um, I don't like Jimmy Fallon. And then you have Trevor Noah on The Daily Show. You okay. have Conan really still him. on TBS. Um, Conan's okay. I think Samantha Bee's only once a week, too. I'm trying to remember who's... Well, then you have Seth Meyers. Seth Meyers. I, I couldn't f- remember who was on after Fallon. So Fallon's on after Seth Meyers. Corden is on after Colbert. Kimmel doesn't have anything on after him, right? I don't know. I don't watch uh, late night talk shows. I watch clips and stuff, but that's it. But I don't know. I've never really liked that that genre. I liked I liked Jay Leto when he did the um, headlines. He would do the segment headlines with mom, and I would always mm-hmm. watch it. He would do it Mondays. We would always watch it. I liked that, um, but I could take him or leave him. Really, what about yeah, you? No, yeah, Leno, Leno's. Leno, I hated Leno. I liked. I was always. I liked letter- headlines. That was like my favorite. I was always a Letterman guy in that regard, I, and I liked Conan before Conan like fell off the face of the earth. I feel like basically, um, I like Kimmel a lot just because I've 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 been watching Jimmy Kimmel since I was fucking eight years old when he was the co-host of When Ben Signs Money, and I always thought he was funny. Um, and then he did Man Show, and then he's funny. Uh, I miss old Colbert. I, now I miss old Colbert. Yeah, I miss old it's just Colbert. not the same. I mean, you know, um, Fallon... Fallon's a prostitute. <laughs> it's honestly what I feel like. Like, I feel like Fallon started off really great and then has just like rested on that and I think Cord does the same thing. They just do these fucking like gimmicks and there's nothing it's all about making like a viral video, you know, and getting people to watch it instead of, you know, like having rapport with people and like like learning about people through like interviews. I don't know, yeah. it's just like a dying art form. Um ultimately I don't hate it, but you know yeah. So Kimmel would be Kimmel would be my one because Kimmel's the only one that I feel like like still follows like the craft you know what i mean while still being updated so just curious because we were you know talking about it or talking about cordon so i was curious where you were um something else i was going to ask you about for you what it was so what what other what other like classic animated tales or like like children's things have we not had updated or like is there anything else from your childhood that like resonates with you strongly enough that you feel like hasn't been done or you want to see done again? I'm very hesitant mm-hmm. to start wishing for them to redo or make new of things from my childhood. Sure. I mean... We haven't had... I haven't had the best experience. With Beauty and the Beast... Uh, Beauty and the Beast uh, live action. Try to get... Try to stay just with, like, stories. Like, in terms of, like, books or, you know. Um, I really liked The Witches by Roald Dahl. Mm-hmm. And I know that they made a movie, but I'm pretty sure it was bad. Wasn't it was with on... Angelica Houston. Was the Witch... That's The Witches of Eastwick. No, it's not. It was a different movie? It's not The Witches of Eastwick. It's The okay. Witches... Was that on our cruise or something? I don't remember. Okay. Um, but, it, no, I think it was a, I liked it, I don't know, I'd like them to like redo stuff like that. Like, I don't want them to redo Matilda, but like, yeah. books like that, that like I read when I was little, um, I don't know. Did they ever make, I know you, I know you like these, and this is 
on a much more modern level. Um, two specific like series I'm thinking of, I don't think they've ever made, but um, Wayside School and like Wayside Stories or Sideways Stories. I love stories. Wayside Stories. I love all those. I, I, I think I, I think they did end up getting made in like. Like animated, an animated, either like series. just online or like on Nickelodeon or something. The other one is some of the Beverly Cleary books. I know they did like the mouse and the motorcycle and like, what was his name? Like Ralph, I think. Like they did like TV movies for those and stuff. And they also did um, oh, uh, Beezus and Ramona or whatever it is. But like, Oh yeah, Beezus and Ramona yeah. with a... Selena Gomez? One of them, yeah. Um, I always wanted them to do like Henry and Rigsby. Remember those? Yeah, yeah. Like Dear Mr. Henshaw. Yeah. Like make those, you know? And like tell me that adults like me wouldn't just on nostalgia alone take their kids to go see and be like, oh, I read this book when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I want more of that stuff. Yeah, they did make an anime series and a movie. Uh, lasted, there's 26 episodes. Hmm. Of Wayside School on Nickelodeon. You are just... I remember reading it somewhere. You're just... Like, I forget how I, I came across it. And I was like, oh, um, cool. Yeah, and but I that would never... be cool. Um... I saw today they're making a uh, Sesame Street movie. Like a live action movie. Live action or still with mu- uh, Muppets? Well, Puppets. No, they casted, uh, they casted Jared Leto as Cookie Monster. Um, he's going to have cookies written on his forehead. Um, Anne Hathaway is supposed to be in it. Just like seeing yourself on screen. I wish everybody says that, and I wish that that were the case. Um, yeah, I don't know what other things besides those. I'm trying to think. Is there anything that hasn't been done that you just don't want them to touch? Like, fuck off, leave this alone. Like, don't, don't ruin this for me. Not that I can think of right Neither now. Neither can I. But I'm sure that there is. Oh yeah, I'm sure there is too. Um, like, that's how I felt, um, a series of unfortunate events, that's how I felt at After first, Jim Carrey. <laughs> when they first started doing the adaptation, and it was so bad, the Jim Carrey one was so terrible, I was like, oh my god, please don't touch it, and then they said that it was coming out on Netflix, and I was so apprehensive, yeah. but it's so freaking good, Here's it's a- so good, so like, that kind of thing, like, I hope that they take things that bombed or were bad, and mm-hmm. then try it again. Right. With the right casting and stuff, then I think it, that that I would like. Here's a weird one again. Something that I just made up my childhood so much, but Encyclopedia Brown. I love obsessed with fucking Encyclopedia Brown. I, I loved like I was a, like my grandmother loved mystery stories. Always watched like Murder She Wrote, like Matlock, Columbo, Perry Mason, like all those. So like Encyclopedia Brown was like the kids' version of that in books. So like I read them all. Um, I don't like ever remember. I think they did. I remember. Oh man. It was like a slideshow, like with like audio. Again, remember, like my school didn't have the most technology. Why? Because we were in Akron, Ohio. <laughs> um, but I remember like one weekend my mom brought like rented it out and they had like Encyclopedia Brown on it. It was really weird. I think that's the only thing I've ever seen Encyclopedia Brown be like in terms of, you know, other media besides books. Yeah. So, you know, leave that alone. I don't need to see a smarmy little fucking kid going around solving mysteries. Um, we had, there's plenty of those. <laughs> I know, right? So, um, um, I mean, I'm sure that there's other, like, small things here and there. Um, there's things that they've already done, like. 
I'm horrified. They've of redone like like a magic school bus. Yeah. Stuff like that. And those I mean, don't seem like horrible. They did like the movie adaptations of Harry Potter. Like they've already yeah. done a lot of things. I mean, if things are big, they're gonna do it. Of things for my right childhood. Away. I'm yeah. horrified of what Jillian's gonna. There's already like thankfully she doesn't like much that's bad. Like we love Muppet Babies. We don't mind the Mickey Mouse stuff that much. Fancy dancing, go eat a fucking dick. What about uh, Special Agent Oso? Special Agent Oso, the unique stuffed bear, who every episode's like a parody of some James Bond horror shit. These cheap ass CGI. CGI, it's fucking a hand drawn cartoon, you dumbass. No, it's that's not a hand drawn cartoon. It should be. That's done with like Windows ninety eight is what it looks like. It should be. It's awful. What are you staring at my hand for? I'm just looking. What the ring's still on it? No, like this. Stop biting oh. your nails. Yeah, I have a hangnail. Stop putting my nails on blast. Um, what about what about PJ Masks? Oh, they can also fucking eat it. <laughs> PJ Masks, Fancy Nancy, Special Agent Oso on my shit list. Puppy Dog Pals, Vampirina. Okay, fine. Mickey and the Roadster Racers and Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Sure. Muppet Babies. Fuck yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Anything else on Peter Rabbit? No, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, we went on like a ten minute. Yeah, we did. Anything with Peter tangent. Rabbit? Tangent. Uh, no, I mean I hit, I was pleasantly surprised. I think we like the movie more than Jillian. Can we say that? Because afterwards we're like, Jillian, did you like that? And she's like, Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Go play. But she sat there and she was captivated by yeah, it. Yeah, she watched it. Time, you know, she nice. watched the whole thing. I think it was more difficult for her because it wasn't 100% animated, so she did get a little restless when it was just like Rose Byrne and Domhnall Gleeson talking. I think that's the reason why you think they had no chemistry, because she was, like, shifting and, and, like, bothering you during those scenes. Yeah. So, that's why you could be a little bit skewed. Sure, okay. Um, hey, give me a high five. Stop it. All right. You score. I scored first? Yeah. Oh, boy. You read, you score. No. That's only for nominated movies. Well, this is, this is a special case. Technically, it's a nominated movie. All right, fine. I'm giving it a six, all right? Whoa. I'm probably going to give it a six, too. <laughs> Screw you. Ha. Thanks, Widden. We watched a minorly fine film. It was almost as good as Trapped in Paradise. Oh, yeah. i got to put it on my big board here. And better than... We rated this better than the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, yeah. And 16 candles. And Fistful of Dollars. And... We... Cloak and Dagger. It's been a weird year. It's been a very weird year. Man of Steel. And X-Men 1. It's better than the first X-Men movie. And... 1941. 1941? Yeah, we watched that this year. Do you remember? That was a... I'm pretty sure I slept. That was a good two, two, two and a half hour nap. <laughs> two and a half hour nap. That was not movie. It was not that long. Um, two hour nap. A two hour nap. Cool. So we have no movies to nominate, no movies to pick, because this was a special one-off. Yeah, thanks, Squeeze it in, it so was, that way if I become... Bad. That way, because hopefully... By now, I'm already Potswoggle champion again. So I've cleared this power off so I can use all my powers. And don't worry, I will use them on Widden by now. Um, I might just thank him. 
Now we have a, a, a nice family movie we watched. And there's a second one coming together. out in two years. Oh, of course there is. That one will suck. <laughs> that one will be bad. <laughs> that one will be bad. Oh, we didn't read, we didn't watch the Shake Your Cottontail dance along. Oh, and I was comparing this to, like, Alvin and the Chipmunks, the road chip. Um, because of, like, the dancing rodents and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this was way better. Yeah. There was, there was a couple songs early on where I was, like, it had some juicy wiggle to it. And I'm like, oh, God, here, here we, we go. Again. Yeah. But don't worry, we just had to hear about, like, we just had to hear Lens and Fort Miners rabbit kids. eyes. Like. 40% dirt and 60% plants. Um. Yeah, cool. Peter Rabbit. Dunskies. So next week, our first of two Christmas episodes. It is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Finally going to watch it. Yeah, One of Samantha's so favorites. And the week after that, we have a Christmas story, a movie you never thought we'd do on the podcast, but I finally broke down. We're doing it. Then after that, our 2018 Mullet Award nominations, and then we'll be in 2019. We'll be starting it off whole brother, a whole another year. We got the entire Rocky franchise on the horizon. We have Urban Legend coming up. Yeah. Some point this year, we're going to be watching Serenity. I think that's aired by now. Um, yeah. A lot, a lot of 2019. We're going into 2019 hot. We're going to keep it rolling. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Married with Movies. Of course, uh, go to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio to support this podcast and the network monetarily for bonus content and good stuff over there. Go to arcadeaudio.net to find the podcast as well as wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Send us an email, marriedwithmovies at gmail.com. And, yeah, be on the lookout for everything we just talked about. Anything else? No. For a mullet. This is mullet. Signing out for Married in the Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Smash the movies. What was that? I don't know. <laughs> Pregnant pause. No. And then you looked at me like you were going to say something. I was just making sure that it was okay for me to stop the show. I mean, if I ask you, normally, I, you know, if you can have some last thoughts, that'd be good. Summarize your experience for the day. Or not, just be a fucking... I'm glad, I, I'm glad I didn't hate it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't just summarize the movie. We already summarized the movie. Oh. That's the point of the podcast. Oh. I'm it's glad like, I don't hate you. If you want to... And that's better. It's more what I'm thinking. You oh. know, it's like a funny quip. Like how Tope always apologizes to his uh, uh, female. And, you know, or, you know, say something to kind of a callback. You know? Another podcast? I can't believe we did it! Oh, we'll do one next week? How can we keep talking about movies? I hope you had fun. I was lying on the grass A Sunday morning of last week Indulging in myself to eat I know it's up for me If you steal my sunshine Making sure I'm not in too deep Wait for me! I wasn't designed for running! It's all bow down to Peter. Make the gun one big bird feeder. Now our life is so much sweeter.
Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.